0: naturally occurring psychoactive compound psilocybin is found in over 200 species of mushrooms despite their millennia of use by humans for mental and spiritual well-being they have been classified falsely among the most dangerous and illegal of substances locked away from those who need them most the psilocybin chronicles documents the individuals who courageously consume collect or cultivate these mushrooms to improve the quality of their lives Won't you join us as we welcome the return of psilocybin? Welcome back to Michael Meditation's Psilocybin Chronicles. I am your host, Eric Osborne. As always, myself, Michael Meditations, the Civil 7 Chronicles, and any project or program that I am associated with do not encourage illegal activity. This podcast is for education and harm reduction purposes only. We're going to jump right back into that conversation with Doreen Gordon and hear what she imagines a psychedelic Jamaica will look like in the future. Well, what would you say if if you were to, again, speaking to Jamaicans mm-hmm. to help kind of reduce some of that fear and anxiety towards this experience? You you know, mm-hmm. to, well, first of all, why is it that the average Jamaican would be kind of afraid of psilocybin?
1: Well, I guess it's just a myth, you know, that surrounds it, you know, just like it used to be with um, marijuana, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, as I said, if it is it's taken, you um, know, guided and see if you know surrounded you know with them support mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah so that's what that's that's basically what you say is if it was taken yeah. safe and supported mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you you understand fully the mm-hmm. benefits of it
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah well the jamaicans that are working with us are absolutely the spokespeople here for jamaica mm-hmm. um, and i've been saying for a while that with with almost zero psychedelic imprint uh, Jamaica could be a fabulous cultural study uh, to witness the massive social benefit of psilocybin if we could a- apply it to, you know, more and more people. The mm-hmm. alcoholism, the v- domestic violence, social
1: financial. So
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that leads into the last. And what what is it in your ideal uh, vision of psychedelic wellness? What what would that look like?
1: you mean in terms of like the economy are just like oh gosh well
0: the economy is a big one and i I would love to cover that in a whole episode of the economics of psilocybin but i'm more i'm more or less uh but you know what actually let's do talk about that because the the economics of psilocybin potentially has a huge impact in jamaica Mm -hmm. right um and and so if we were to look at Psilocybin potentially having an economic benefit in Jamaica. How how widespread do you see that being, and uh, from what sources would that income generate?
1: Well, I mean, um, we could income um, we could generate income in terms of like cultivation, mm-hmm. training people. You know, like training the facilitators, like you know, to be employed even by you know people who want to come to the island to do. Retreats and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's a world of um, stuff out there, you know, for Jamaica to be beneficial from this, you know, thing. So I think, on a whole, it would help the people in terms of like seeing themselves better and it can better economize. So, therefore, financially, socially, (laughs) physically, everything about it Mm -hmm. would be a good component, Mm -hmm. you know, for Jamaica.
0: What are are some risks that we run into? uh,
1: Well, some of the risk is like if you have you know, just basically anybody randomly coming in and doing um, things without like, you know, doing like retreats and stuff like that without being regularized or supervised or stuff like that you Mm -hmm. know, so, you know, I don't think it should should be left like just like anybody just can't run in like that. You need proper people with sound background and stuff like that, you know, to Mm -hmm. um, come in, invest and you know.
0: Yeah, it's going to be so interesting to see where it goes, you know. And we're mm-hmm. we're working on a lot of that stuff right now that you're talking about in the in the background and we're really mm-hmm. excited about all of that. Um but, you know, I think you and I uh have a really really unique perspective on this because mm-hmm. Even though like I said psilocybin was being sold in Jamaica before mm-hmm. Michael meditations over in the grill and whatnot mm-hmm. it was kind of more of a touristy thing but mm-hmm. right here in in your yard mm-hmm. is basically the launch pad of mm-hmm. the Jamaican psychedelic revolution yeah you know and that's that is not to be underestimated yeah um, so the the to me it's kind of ironic uh, you know my skill and knowledge with psilocybin is purely based on experience, Mm -hmm. you know, decades of experience. Which is the greatest. It is is the greatest, but at the same time, when you talk to regulations and having, you know, now, because of all the work that I've done here in Jamaica, I can pretty much prove my credential, Mm -hmm. but before that, there would have been none. And so, what that looks like and who gets to be in control of that Mm -hmm. and who guides all that, you know, Mm -hmm. and how we keep the the keep it open access to to more people so it's uh i am i am 100 with the need to regulate and monitor who is administering psilocybin the quality of the mushrooms Mm -hmm. and you know from start to finish and uh, up uh, up to and through the aftercare of the clients when they go home months Mm in the future i agree you know it's a huge huge Mm -hmm. undertaking yeah uh and uh yeah, I'm just really excited for you and I in particular in yeah. 20 years to be sitting back on the porch <laughs> and looking back at this thing like, "Damn,
1: we did it, <laughs> man!" Yeah, we we really have you know,
0: we really have had a big role in, yeah. the, in the guiding at least the, the preliminary of this, and uh, I, I'm I try not to get too. Um, worried about where it's going and who's going to get involved because you you know what happened to cannabis here in Jamaica yeah. you know the foreign mm-hmm. interest and you mm-hmm. know the irony of me as a foreigner so yeah. there's just so much here looking into this thing and uh, uh, I'm just going to try to continue to trust the process
1: of course <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so when I, when I, when we think about it in terms of what does psilocybin uh, wellness look like in the future I guess what I'm really trying to get to is what kinds of uh, facilities and places do you see this being offered do you see this uh in um clinical or very natural or a combination of the two a combination- uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and what what is the reasoning behind that
1: well you know on a whole i think what how should i put it now it's good to have like clinical um I think you know, try it with like you know um, because as I said there, um, there's a lot of study um probably gonna goes on if it, you know when it really comes to Jamaica big time mm-hmm. you know, I think it's gonna gonna get a little scrutiny in the sense that people being people see it as a uh, drugs mm-hmm. you know, they're gonna scrutinize it and it, it has to go through a process, and I think. Just like, as I said, with marijuana, it's going to be scrutinized. And at the end of the day, I think it's going to be pushed through. And it's going to make a break, a big breakthrough.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've i heard say that there is a significant amount of money that's coming into Jamaica just for general tourism. Apparently, there's some really big money that's about to come into Jamaica to five-star hotels and whatnot
1: well they could uh, have psychedelic and um, t- t- tourism uh, you know that would make a, you know that would be a big income for the island
0: i think it could be mm-hmm. yeah right ra- yeah, yeah huge um just because you know i mean ultimately the work that we do is mm-hmm. a it's it's service oriented right mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. mu- growing mushrooms is a big part of it mm-hmm. uh, but there's a whole lot of work that's not growing mushrooms whereas like cannabis you know you grow cannabis you package it, you sell it. People smoke it. Yeah. They hang out. They make mm-hmm. their tea. They make their brownies, whatever. And you you call it a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, very seldomly do you need follow up care right. or, or somebody to be supervising the use of cannabis. Whereas mm-hmm. this is significantly different. Yeah, and I I envision a world or well a Jamaica where we are training hundreds of Jamaicans to be trip sitters and mm-hmm. that they're available for all these facilities. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really exciting to think about, and it has been really. Really a privilege to be working with you on this. I know we haven't seen each other for the last couple months, so I can say the same. But yeah, I think I think we've had a really nice time so far, and I (laughs) look forward to a a bright future with Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Well, you know, my commitment, you know, it has come a far way and it's reached a far, far way.
0: (laughs) <laughs> for when it was Eric in a bag of
2: mushrooms. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it's true if,
1: though. Micro meditation is going to be the gateway for our psychedelic, you know, for the whole psychedelic, you know, thing to come, you know. I mean, it's pretty, micro meditation, it's pretty big. A lot of people know about it right across the world. So, um, you know.
0: Well, you know what, what we're really working here and where so much of you know, my love for jamaica from years back mm-hmm. was because of the um the the cultural integrity mm-hmm. how there were there it would jamaica is a tight community mm-hmm. and really people mm-hmm. help each other out here it is a community
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so like that's what i see michael really being is this psilocybin community and we're like, well it's basically
1: it's basically like um we the facilitator the whole team is it is just like a micro family absolutely and we can feel a like, love that oneness that mm. you know that bonding
0: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I mean look right now we got we we have eight of return how many of our guests this week coming back and, eight, eight, and eight, eight of them are returned
1: mm-hmm. and it, yep so yeah that's sure what we're doing that's family mm-hmm. that's love yeah
0: i'm yeah. um, super super mm-hmm. excited to greet these guests again some of them today and yeah. And
1: that's a good thing about Treasure Beach because, you know, for years I've been kind of involved in the tourism thing and we are, always have people coming back. And, you know, mm. what people always are, the guests always say is like, once they come to Treasure Beach, they feel like they're a part of the Treasure Beach family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the same thing I'm seeing from the micro meditation yeah, guests, you know, they yeah. become a part of the micro family. So, it, you know, it's big things are happening and yeah. people are loving it and it's, you know, just helping people, you know, so... It's a beautiful thing. It can get better. We're, we're mm-hmm. in the right
0: place at the right time. Mm-hmm. So if people are driving through Treasure Beach and there happen to be billboards, which I hope there are never billboards <laughs> in Treasure <laughs> Beach. <laughs> but
3: the maybe just billboard. <laughs>
0: from, from Treasure Beach to Negril. <laughs> yeah. if, if they were to see a psilocybin billboard that was put up by Doreen, what would that say?
1: Uh, what would that say? The hidden... the world most hidden medicine or the most the world most potential
0: something healing. about like hidden hid a hidden medicine that is a great Well, it's not
1: hidden what? although it's no revealing but mm-hmm. it, it it was the hidden mm-hmm. 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 yeah it, it was the hidden mind medicine mm-hmm. so the, it's no coming the to the light. so i don't know what i would really put on that um, billboard the um, or the man opening medicine something like that? But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll I would have to really think about I that. I think it was
0: City that uh, in her interview said something. I think she brought up uh, Bob Marley's quote: "Emancipate yourself from mental slavery." slavery. Yeah. Right. Well,
1: that what it does. It free it, it frees your man. Once your your mind is free, your whole body is free. So basically, it's just the whole, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. body, mind, freedom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that is. Yeah. Wow. So much that we don't even realize what we're looking for is freedom from the the burdens that we don't need to carry. Once you are
1: free, (laughs) you know, everything else will fall in place. Mm -hmm. As I Mm -hmm. said, a mine Mm -hmm. is the biggest prison. Mm-hmm. True. True. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it certainly seems that psilocybin has helped to break down some of your bars. And- oh
1: God! <laughs> <laughs> some, I would say almost, because you know, I, you know, for most people, I think that is one of the thing that they fear the most. What's
0: what's your sleep like these days?
1: It's much better. Yeah. Yeah. mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. I just, I think I just need my, to go to bed earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Stop reading the news. Yeah, right, right. Politics. Yeah, Yeah, but a lot of people, you know, um, some people will be hesitant to say yes, but I think one of the most feared things is death in people's Mm. whole Mm -hmm. life. If you're sick or going out there and fearing for your life, the ultimate um, thing is that fear of death. Mm -hmm. I have passed that. Mm. Yeah. That is free. It reached a point where first I couldn't even think about that. And it re- it reaches me you now to a point where I can't sit and even look at my own funeral. It sounds crazy and mm-hmm. stupid, but that to show the level that I have reached, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, in accepting this whole whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. As I said, some things I cannot change. I just learned to leave it. And once you can find yourself leaving what you cannot change, you're well on your way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No,
0: it's it has been obvious to see that sense of freedom that Mm -hmm. you've been experiencing and one of
1: the things even since taking a mushroom is is like first i was even as i told you like 17 18 years ago since Mm -hmm. the death of my son i was always afraid to be positive trust me it's like i would sit and i would hope for something but even don't care the situation right now i always so positive Mm. And it happened that it always 100% goes like how um, how I want it. Yeah, you've been really
0: encouraged me in the last few months there when I've had some dips. Yes.
1: I can go beyond anything right now. Mm. There's nothing to be that I can handle right now. Trust me, I've reached a point where I don't see myself wobbling under no pressure.
0: So are you. Are you going to be leading the Jamaican retreats then?
1: Well, who, who knows? Ah. <laughs> who knows? Because even sometimes, even after the post-retreat, stuff like that, you know, it gets them like, mm-hmm. you know, sharing their insight and kind of puzzling, you know, what's going on and stuff. I am always there helping oh, them out. Doreen, yeah
0: come on. I mean, like you have been, like you, your personality, the, mm-hmm. the being that you are has been such a pillar Mm -hmm. in this early Michael days and Mm -hmm. it you know i i know i gotta i I gotta do what i gotta do and things are moving and growing and yeah there's a big big part of me that excuse me really aches to be back here because you you build a sense of family around you you really Mm -hmm. do and like you have so much helped to Mm -hmm. flavor michael meditations with that so i fully acknowledge and respect that
1: yes but you know the whole thing is like just seeing people struggling you know i'm the person who always hates to see people like being depressed mm-hmm. people helpless and like just even as i said they come in here you know they have traveled miles millions of miles coming here you know just to be healed you know it's very grateful for me you know just mm-hmm. to you know help them process things and you know to see things in a more positive way so mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. you know and then and there's that there's that this this little quiet yard, you mm-hmm. know.
1: Yeah, people always say that there's something special about the yard, yeah. you know, that they really,
0: they, they can't really about, explain, that but I there's had. something
1: that really, you know, oh, pulls them on really. There's magic here. Mm-hmm. There definitely mm-hmm. is. There definitely But trust me, it's just the love. What you see here mm-hmm. is what is here. Mm-hmm. I've never tried to pretend that nobody in this yard ever tried to,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, polish things. <laughs> it is as it is. If you see the love, the love is here. One hundred. percent Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I yeah. love people. I'm a person who love people. And I love to see people just getting helped.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the impact that those people can have on their world once they have some more freedom.
1: You have a better world. Oh,
0: my God. It expands
1: out so yeah. quickly. Yeah. Because even one of the past um, um, guests from um, a previous retreat, she was saying, you know, um, she messaged me a couple of days ago. and She was saying, like her whole life has changed and even her family she was having problem with her husband her kids and she said she said her home is becoming a home where she wants to stay now because mm. she basically didn't want to stay at her house it was like a miserable place but no after doing the retreat and going back home things has been absolutely gorgeous yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah i said uh, so mm-hmm. much and so often and it's it's again months down the road mm-hmm uh, it doesn't
1: happen just broop overnight. Yeah. It just gradually take its step.
0: Yeah. Do you think that there's any different, like, if, if you could help kind of manage those expectations? I mean, what do you, I guess you just said it, but, you know, in thinking of those terms, there's a lot of people when you see it that they come here and they're desperate mm-hmm. uh, for a solution. And then that solution doesn't always or very often doesn't come. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this just being hyper aware Mm -hmm. that, you know, the authority that it comes with coming from you and myself, people who have seen hundreds of these doses, Mm -hmm. you know, I think goes a long, long way. So Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I just wanna back that up again and again to the more we can trust this Mm -hmm. and trust it in a long, ongoing process, Mm -hmm. then the more that we're gonna get out of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, I had a I had a, a week I did, I did quite a bit of med- meditation last week. Mm-hmm. And, man, I was pulling stuff out of experiences from two or three years ago, you know.
1: Trust me. Hmm.
0: Yeah. It's yeah.
1: a never-ending. <laughs> you know, once you do it, it's like there is always something. You just keep mm-hmm. popping up. You're learning, you're learning. And it's, you know, when you realize it, it's just from that um that, those, that that experience that you have, I mean, it teaches, you know, it continue teaching, you're mm-hmm. teaching, you teaching, you teaching. Yeah.
0: Well, it, you know, talk a little bit about the other day when we were on the porch talking and you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, how basically how you know when it's time to take mushrooms.
1: I don't know. It doesn't happen with me, but it just happened that um, I just feel myself calling for it. I didn't plan it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I just feel myself say, yes, it's time. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't plan it. I just find myself needing to have it now, mm-hmm. because just, just like the other day somebody was saying to me um, you have done it like three four months ago and i was like no yeah, i think it knows when i am ready mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i didn't plan them <laughs> because even my first one i was always planning planning each time i put you off and then it was like when my husband said to me come let's do it i didn't even think he was serious because of all the person I didn't think he was the one who was going to, you know, ask me to come do mm-hmm. it with him. I was surprised. And then... Just like that. It
0: does seem like there's something behind it, you know. And even when people come here on retreat, like there's a part of me that... Like, yeah, okay, you chose to come on retreat. But did you... How <laughs> much, how, how much <laughs> of it was really your decision? All right. And how much of it was something mm-hmm. pulling you?
1: Yeah, it's something pulling. Trust me.
0: I had this experience... Probably two years ago, I guess, mm-hmm. over there
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, by Wild Pine, I was sitting in my, my spot and it was coming on, and it was like uh, I had this vision of in the center of this yard there was yeah. like it was like a lighthouse, but it wasn't. Re- it was more like a gravity house. It was pulling mm-hmm. people to it, and how yeah. as I was sitting there and the trip was coming on, it was like this very strong realization that every single person that was there yeah. was. Was indeed supposed to be there, and that the little uh chain chain reactions that yeah. we set in motion by connecting with each other, mm-hmm. by meeting, and we we have no idea how far that mm-hmm. reach really extends. I mean, you've touched you've touched a lot of lives, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, and and you don't even it's like you said you don't and try. A lot you of just lives be, have
1: touched me as well because you uh, know seeing them coming from mm-hmm. wherever you know and. They were going through the same thing probably as, as what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And even them getting healed, even before I took it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they, they helped me along the way. You know, mm-hmm. all their testimony, you know, their um, after retreat, um, integration, mm-hmm. I listen and trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has helped me a lot. And as um make me come to the decision wanting to do it as well mm. mm-hmm. and
0: again that goes back to the maiko family mm-hmm. to the community that we're mm-hmm. building here and we're mm-hmm. we are all helping each other mm-hmm. uh, when we yeah. all need each other's mm-hmm. help yeah
1: it's a world of healing and a world of love
0: I, I can't help but hope feel that we really are slowly but surely moving into something of a new world where there are the, of course. The old medicines are coming back.
1: Of course. Um,
0: we're going back to nature.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What I see right now in this generation is all a mushroom can help. Mm. Psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. People have lost it. Whatever they have lost, it needs to be replaced by some mm-hmm. kind of psychedelic, yeah?
0: Well, I, I, you know, I personally think that it, it again is that connection. We've we've lost connection mm-hmm. to each other. Uh, yeah, it, you know, even even in rural Jamaica, you see people are we're sucked into phones at times, you know, mm-hmm. and really authentically connecting with our family, but, the human but, family.
1: But if most of the guests that I am spoke to, you know, like after their trips, like one thing they've always placed special emphasis on is like they have learned to love. Mm. Some people basically that, that, that even know what love mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. was or mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. But then even some people have learned to real love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing is like they don't see no color. They don't see no race. They don't see anything. It's like, is a new world just opening, you know, in front of them like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it is, it is, again, it's really a pleasure to share this with you. And I very yeah. much look forward to more and more mm-hmm. years, hopefully. Of, yep bringing good to the world
1: of course the world needs the healing it does
0: indeed (laughs) yeah all right doreen well thank you again you're welcome uh, susburn I, even though i won't be (laughs) physically present for most of this retreat down here with you all i'll be present in spirit
1: well we have um people who are responsible and who are professional as well. So. Oh
0: yeah. Ben, Denise, mm-hmm. Dan, Nikisha, mm-hmm. the team down here is going to be great. We have a
1: su- Micro meditation have a super, 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 super team. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got, we do really have great people. Yep.
0: And that's not speaking like in terms of like from like our business. Nope, bragging. nope, this nope, is, nope, nope. It's, it's, it, that, that's really like, I guess for me, cause you know, like shit, we all get down. We all have doubt, have self doubt. and, well, wow, that's uh, a part
1: of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for, for me,
0: you know, like a, well, what I was leading to is that sometimes when I've been in that low spot, Mm-hmm. It's looking around and seeing the quality of people that are around me, yeah. And I think, all right, I I'm, I'm, I must not be that bad if I'm surrounded you. by this many amazing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. here's to another amazing podcast. Yeah. And, cheers. Uh, yeah. An amazing future, Doreen.
1: And looking forward to many, 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 many more years of all these great happenings. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, my amazing listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on another episode. As I've said over and over, Michael Meditations, The Psilocybin Chronicles, all the things that I'm doing wouldn't be possible were it not for you engaging with our work and for Doreen and her family and the whole of Jamaica, quite honestly. Uh, I cannot say thanks enough to everyone that has supported my work over the years and continues to do so. Now, I can call it our work. Uh, And this is our podcast, not just mine, right? Uh, I, please, I'm asking that you, the audience, submit some questions, considerations, insights, experiences, anything that has to do with your experience around psilocybin. We want to hear from you. Uh, we're getting ready to throw at you the first of a couple questions. Dan, uh, a co-facilitator of mine at Michael Meditations, and uh, probably going to be doing more involved in this podcast, more work involved in this podcast is going to be. Uh, you're going to you're going to hear a conversation of Dan and I discussing some questions that we've had from listeners already Uh, i'm really excited about this feature and i really hope that you will get excited about it too and send us some voice clips because we want to hear your voice Um, you can do that by sending it to the psilocybin chronicles on facebook and leave a voice clip in there or you can send a voice clip to the silocron at gmail.com pretty soon i'm going to have a website up for this here podcast and we're going to have a handy little button a little app that you can just submit via your phone so all right i hope you enjoy this conversation dan and i had and i look forward to hearing from you all listeners love you Bye.
3: okay let's say psilocybin is completely legal and they're part of some group of people who is going to design a kind of initiation to adulthood ceremony for people when they turn 18 so that when they turn 18 they can have their first psilocybin experience what would that initiation ceremony look like would it be co-ed would people come with their parents would it be important for people to go kind of not with their parents but with community elders um Like, what? Would it be outside? Would it need to be near their home? Would it need to be, like, where their family's from? Would you want to do it with a group of peers? Yeah, you get to design that, maybe even specifically for the communities you're from. What would those ceremonies or experiences, those initiation to adulthood, those coming-of-age ceremonies with psilocybin look like in their wildest dreams?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, I want to be the one that has that job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be working yourself into that position,
0: Dan, honestly. Uh, you know, seriously, a young man like yourself that's been putting all this time in, learning the ropes with psilocybin, uh, I can't think of a better guy to help at least young men uh, ha- have an experience like that. So,
2: yeah, what do you think that would look like? Yeah, what does it look like? Um, you know, I, I think having the kids travel somewhere is a big part of that. I feel like Mm -hmm. going to a new land to have this initiation Mm -hmm, experience mm -hmm, would mm -hmm. be a really big part of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Getting kind of getting out of your comfort zone for one. Did you happen to hear, I think it was, um, it was Aubrey Marcus and I think I want to say Tim Ferriss. Um, Aubrey Marcus was talking about an initiation that he did with psilocybin. Uh, his father put him through an initiation. Yep. Uh, and I thought that was interesting, and it brings up the question also that our our listener asks around who who should be there, you know? like mm-hmm. you're saying have it at a distance. I think there's a lot of value there, uh, And that's what Marcus was saying that they did in his, uh, and then the question of who to have there. Obviously, someone who knows their shit with psychedelics mm-hmm. would be extremely important. Um, but then what about family? Do you think it would be helpful to have, like, if you imagined yourself at 18 or 19 years old
2: experiencing this, your dad was there or something? I, th- I think it's a hard no from me. Yeah. If it's an initiatory experience. Yeah. yeah. Like, get by yourself, be far away from what you know, and really try to figure out who you are. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: what, that's what it's all about, right? This is your mm-hmm. initiation into self away yep. from your parents, away from, you know, kind of typically what these initiations have been is you come out of your community, you go into this unknown, you face these trials, and then you go back into your community as a, a changed person. Yeah. Right, so uh, that makes sense. And I, I don't know, like, as far as, you know, <clears throat> when I think about something like this, it uh, I imagine a very ritualized scenario, and uh, that, I don't, I don't know. I don't see that personally as very important uh, and not even really all that valuable. Uh, but I wonder what your thoughts on there is. This Is this something that should be like really super ceremonialized or is this something that uh, should be more of an informal thing? How, how would you kind of toe the line maybe for because if you're considering these are people from our culture, right, then they're not they don't we don't have any kind of context shamanically or or whatever for this, you know? Yeah.
2: I think um, it'd probably change a little after doing it for a while, but I think Mm. I would, for me, I would just start with something like we get together at the end of the trip and everybody um, just says coming out of the experience, what do you want to put forth into the world? Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just kind of leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So just kind of setting up a rather informal. In I mean, that's in a, you know, again, it's just kind of our style maybe, and there are people that really value the ritualized ceremonial stuff. To me, it's just kind of like a bunch of fluff. You just eat enough mushrooms and hang on tight. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can You definitely prime yourself, or there are ways to prime yourself for a certain type of experience but just going away and doing this kind of initiation thing with other uh, peers in your same age group i think would be almost enough to uh have some you know you could have conversations around what this stage in life means and all that uh maybe do some like journaling or some i don't know uh uh, I don't want to say role playing, but you know, team building activities, or mm-hmm. or I don't know, maybe things in isolation to some degree. And I and I wonder if this would be something that you, you would want to do for like a week too. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't want to just go do a one night initiation, even though that's what oh, like Ari yeah. Marcus was talking about, and that's what a lot of people do, and they kind of these kind of things because of the world that we live in and time constraints and all that. But I think ideally, you really want to spend some time. Away from again your comfort zone, your your safety blanket of your family. Yeah. What about dosing? What do you think about dosing when you're some like 18 years old and you, you know, you want to initiate them into this world of psychedelics, into their own, you know,
2: self empowerment? How do you think you would start that out? Um, I would leave it open because I envision, especially a group of 18 uh, year old males. Um. they're going to kind of push each other along mm-hmm. and everybody's going to want to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. So um, I would leave it open and just like, you know, like we've been doing before, three's a good start. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I wonder about it. I mean, one thing that we're going to maybe see that's interesting as time goes on and we really uh, the the safety of the medicine is really kind of embedded into our, our knowledge uh, then we might find ourselves more courageous from earlier points, I don't know you know, the Mesoamericans when they were eating in and, and, and their mushroom rituals, they're eating a hell of a lot more than we do typically, I mean it's, they're eating like 18, 20 grams of extremely potent carilessins mm-hmm. uh, rather than cubensis, and so um I don't know. I I've, I've been lately kind of wondering about that especially as you and I have had some recent experiences and it's just like you know that you can when you're in safe company you can really push the limits on this. Yeah. Um and so I don't know. I I think that's something that is going to be interesting to watch develop as we have more populations working with the medicine and we have people working from younger ages and and all this uh to see kind of how the dosing trends move and you know we can talk yeah. about that another time but just thinking in like microdosing, how that's kind of this trend thing now and i don't know it's just gonna be really interesting i'm really interested to see what this is going to look like if we get to um culturally have a go at this and do things like these initiation ceremonies or you know to any stage of life, right? Any stage of life that requires some kind of initiation. I read a book years back. Um, I used to recommend it to people. Um, Illumination by Alberto Villaldo, a uh, psychologist that spent time in the Amazon uh, working with some tribes in Ayahuasca quite a few years. Uh, and he wrote a book that was about um, basically that so much of our uh, depression malaise and kind of lost sense of self is that in these crucial points in our life we don't have initiations like we used to and so we go and be, we become adults and we get married and we have children and then we have divorces and then we get old and die and we don't celebrate any of that mm-hmm. you know we don't like celebrate or acknowledge the end of the, the passages that we go through to become new people and embody, like, archetypes. You know, this whole, This book is a whole lot of it's built around archetypes, and you've brought that up a lot in conversation. And so that's what even any of these initiations is we're working with these archetypes, right? You're a young man or a young woman, and now you are becoming, stepping into this role of uh, responsible uh, um, an adult, you know. Um, so not just teenage initiations, but, like whatever stage of life you're going into, I could see psilocybin, um, intentionally used as an initiatory, uh, experience for any of these phases. And then, you know, that's going to look different for whatever phase that
2: is. Yeah. But yeah, there does need to be this transitionary period of, um, you know, making, making yourself ready for a big change that, you know, is coming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it's crazy thinking about, you know, you were, people are seniors in high school and then they're just adults. Yeah. A day later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now nothing. you can vote.
0: Now you can, you know, have all, yeah. Yeah. You kicked out of your house. You ever heard of
2: taxes? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. And then even the transition from a college kid to now you have a professional career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shatters a lot of people because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's, it's such a giant transition. Yeah. Without any preparation,
0: really. It's just like, okay, this is what you go do now. Yeah. Um, and we don't, And again, it's not celebrated. You mm-hmm. know? Like, whatever stage it is, even a divorce, shit, <laughs> I mm-hmm. celebrated my divorce. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this book argued that divorce was one of the modern initiations that kind of you have to go through to, like, really be a full, fully living a modern life. Great. Can yeah. Can't wait. Yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 I hope that at least you know. I hope that mine counted for two. So maybe, <laughs> hope maybe hopefully mine counted for uh, Courtney's <laughs> one. So she <laughs> <You laughs> throw mine in there. Yeah, yours too. If my, you like. Yeah, here's two. I'll do. It. I'll I'll take the heads for more, as many as possible. Multiply mine so you don't have to go through that. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. But you know, there there. It's just again, it's marking these passages of time and be kind of becoming into a new mindset. Um, and this is this is an excellent tool for that, and it's one of the one of the applications that it has had historically. So great question, great question. Hopefully we will see some uh, psychedelic youth initiations in times to come. Uh, I think that's probably a little ways down the road in most countries uh, because that's not it's not going to fly. Under our research model, I don't think. <laughs> let's research if psilocybin will be an effective tool for initiation. Yeah. Can we quantify how helpful psilocybin is for initiating a young man into adulthood? Oh, God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, again,
0: let's, let's remain hopeful, Dan. Maybe you get to be the leader of that uh, initiative in time.
2: I would really love that job. You'd be great at it. Thank you for participating, Allison.